just a little public service announcement before the latest episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. New York this, New York that. Yo, is Staten Island even really part of New York? A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. You Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So, this happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. These Staten Island boys are no joke. They still look the same. Staten Island. Oh, son. This ain't Staten Island. It's Island. Hey yo, who's in the house dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back here on Spotify every weekend. We're on Apple Podcasts every weekend. We are on SoundCloud every weekend. All you gotta do is look for Dies in Your House on any one of those platforms to listen for free every weekend as we speak truth to power. But if you're premium and you're supporting the podcast over at patreon.com slash jporks, you will get all the podcasts a full 24 hours or more early. You will get personalized artwork mailed to you directly or to whatever address you'd like it mailed to. You will get bonus content, access to things like the Zoomcast, things that the regular degular peeps don't get to experience. You're probably asking yourself, Jay, why are you bothering me on Christmas? I'm your friend in real life, but I don't know what this is. That's okay. That's fine. I like to teach people things. So I like to bring I, I bring you on a journey with me. So I've had this podcast for a long time. Probably since 2013. And uh, it used to be about a variety of things. A plethora, as my good friend Ali used to say. A plethora of things. Used to talk about music. Used to talk about, you know, whatever crap job I had, you know, at the time. I'd complain about whatever, you know, was the complaint of the day. I used to go to a lot of concerts, had a lot of material there, dating app humor, all that stuff. Then 2016 happened, and I cannot, as an American, sit back and make jokes and have fun without using the platform that I have no matter what the size, using the platform I have to fight fascism. Hey Google, what is fascism? 
According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and the economy that rose to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, we're not about that life. We're not about that life here in America. So what we've been doing since 2016 is, you know, pointing at the things that are going obviously wrong with our country and saying, hey, that's not supposed to happen. Hey, that's not supposed to happen. Hey, that's not supposed to happen. Just because there's strength in numbers. And if we all are on the same page with this, and with this I mean saving democracy, then we all need to be able to spot fascism. Fascism is... Republicans don't want you to vote. You might be saying, what are you talking about? They're begging me to vote. Yeah, they want you to vote for them. But if they think that there's a chance you won't vote for them, they want to suppress your vote and they don't want you to have it. That's basically... That's the the Republican Party at its core in circa now. And for anybody asking yourself, if anyone says, Jay... If anyone's wondering and they're, say you're a conservative, right? But you really, like, really don't like the Trump stuff. Like, but you're a conservative. Say you like tax cuts, you like, you know, whatever, states' rights, all that crap. Deregulation, whatever the hell that means. If you like all that stuff and you want to actually have a political party, because three, two things happen. We save democracy or democracy falls. Okay. So if Republicans want to speed up and want to assist in the fall of democracy, I mean, cool. But like once democracy falls, we don't have a country for there to be a majority party. You know what I'm saying? So there won't be Republicans. There'll be nobody. They'll, they would just all be following orders. It's like it's like the MCU. It's like Loki. You have to have them willingly submit. Yes, I did see Spider-Man. No, I will not spoil it. Don't worry. Hell yeah, I saw Spider-Man. I stole that shit. It's America, baby. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. No. It's not true. But no actuality. Democracy is either going to stand or it's going to fall. And if Republicans want to participate in the future, if there is democracy, then they need to... This is going to sound crazy. It's not going to sound crazy. It's going to sound like I'm making shit up just because I want things the way I want them, but I'm not. Real real conservatives, you guys got to vote for Democrats for like two or three election cycles. You need normalcy back. You need to get normalcy back in America. You need this country running like a country. We're still playing catch up over this clown not taking the virus seriously. You know what I'm saying? We don't need this. We are almost two years into this pandemic, which could have easily been avoided. It's crazy that 
the right wing America is so like um what's the word they're so oh I have it no it's not like I don't know the word I have the word I just can't they're radicalized there you go I had it I, it was right there um they're so radicalized right that like where was I even going with this Republicans are so radicalized that they can vote for someone who literally wanted them to die. Wanted them to die. So, like, it's not even... So Republicans are so radicalized, they're so, like, clenched to voting for whoever that Republican is because... Even if that Republican is Satan, at least that Republican is not Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or some other woman who might be of color or something like that. You know what I mean? God forbid. That's how they act. So they literally, like, I hate to say it, but like, so they're so like radicalized and indoctrinized or whatever that they like. They were voting for Trump even if he told them, like, die, you know? Which he did. He said die. (laughs) He said it's just like the flu. It's not just like the flu. There aren't multiple variants of the flu that come out every couple of months, every time people are having a good time. But this country's so radicalized that all that clown needed to do was pretend he was trying on COVID and he would have won the election. But he didn't. It was almost like that last year. It was almost like since COVID, dude wanted to lose the election. It's almost like he did everything in his power to lose, and he tried to give Biden COVID at the fucking debate. What the fuck? Oh, boy. It's just wild. It's wild that we had, like... Anything that's with COVID right now, we weren't allowed to start until January 20th of this year. So, like, we're playing catch-up. And, yeah, people can, you know... I live on Staten Island, so I get it a lot. But, quite honestly, um, Joe Biden is having one of the best years of any president to ever take office. Now, I'm not, like... Now, I am a person that, that likes to say things and... Just, hey, I'm right. But no, I have actual, like, numbers. There's, like, numbers. So if you... So, over the last four decades of presidents, President Joe Biden has had first-year economic indicators are the best of any president in the last four decades. That's since 1980. 80, let's say. Yeah, right? I'm doing math, right? He's also, in that same period, had the worst poll ratings on the economy of any president over the same period. So let's discuss that. So, for the last 40 years, Joe Biden's had the best economic year in his first year of president ever. Ever, well, not ever, in 40 years. 
the best in 40 years. His poll numbers on the economy are the worst in 40 years. One, the economic indicators are a fact. The poll is an opinion that they ask people. So that shows you how radicalized America is. That unemployment dropped. The jobs numbers, jobs growing, there's new jobs being created. And the polls will just, polls won't say it. Now let's, if you want to talk about, hey Jay, how do they do polling? Well, I think it's landline, so, you know, let's, so like whenever you see a poll, let's keep in mind that I think that they poll people who have landlines still in their house. So the indication of who these people are actually voting most polls don't really have it. And like if you asked me, Jay, why do you think this is? And I told you, well, the the media wants Trump back because they it's easy ratings and they like it. If I said that, you'd think I'm crazy. But if you turn on the news, you don't hear people touting about all these all these good economic numbers. Why? Why was MSNBC this morning talking about defund the police and democratic messaging? The administration puts out the message. It's the media's job to actually message. It's crazy. And I'm so sick and tired of this. I'm so sick and tired of having an awesome president who's doing awesome things and trying to help a bunch of, you know, Americans. And I'm sick and tired of us pretending like that he's not rocking right now. I'm sick of this shit. 2022, we're repping the blue. Woo! No, not not woo, like, and not woo, but like, you know, like, I mean, like, Democrats. In 2022, make that your, like, resolution. And you know me, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I make New Year's revolutions. But in 2022, I'm gonna tout Joe Biden's awesomeness. Because he's awesome. And he's an awesome president. And our country is on the right track right now. And, you know, I mean, fuck Joe Manchin? Can I say that? Fuck Joe Manchin, okay? I want to give a prime, I'll give a primer on it. So again, I understand that I'm, this podcast, a lot of you are my friends, a lot of you are strangers that tuned in on the internet, well, everyone tunes in on the internet, but like, some of you are my friends, some of you are strangers, but not everybody is sitting there knowing the ins and outs of the U.S. Senate and U.S. Congress. So let me just, U.S. House of Representatives, so just let me break it down. In the Senate, there's a 50-50 tie, but since we got Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the vice president is the tiebreaker in the Senate. 
So it's 50-50, therefore, we always win. Except when Joe Manchin says we don't. So Joe Manchin is the Democratic senator from West Virginia. And he... Joe Biden's got the Build Back Better plan. A couple weeks ago, I was talking about the infrastructure plan. The Build Back Better plan is a reinvestment in all the social programs. And a bunch of other stuff. Honestly, I don't need to know all the stuff, because it's all good. It's on a list somewhere. There was a big list. So, Joe Manchin, senator from West Virginia, said, I'm not really, I don't really like this number. It was like $3 trillion or something. Might have been three billion. And um, so Biden had him at the White House. It was like, all right, we're, we're, you know, let's talk about this. Goes down from three to like two and a half billion to two billion. And when it was at three, Joe Manchin was like, listen, 1.5 is like the most I'm going to do. Said that the child tax credit was going to be used by parents to buy drugs said this um so biden finally says listen joey manch okay give me a list give me the outline you outline the bill for me we'll work for you he outlined what he would go for democrats rewrote the bill for Joe Manchin to get a yes from Joe Manchin. The Congressional Budget Office, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, came out with the, their early reports indicate that the Build Back Better plan will decrease inflation over time. The Coal Miners Union, one of the people that Joe Manchin claims is going to be hurt by this and that's why he doesn't want to vote for it the coal miners union came out and said please joe manchin vote for this bill this is the only way to save us you know what joe manchin did earlier this week he went on the news to announce that he was voting no that he wouldn't be voting yes on the bill Thus, sinking it before the holiday season. Fuck you, Joe Manchin. Democrats rewrote the bill for Joe Manchin. We had the infrastructure plan and build back better. We wanted to pass them together. Most of the Democrats wanted to pass both of those bills simultaneously. Because they were afraid that once they passed infrastructure, Joe Manchin would pull this crap. And he is. And for those saying, oh, Jay, well, why don't somebody, why don't the Democrats have a, somebody run against him in the Senate and whatever? It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter right now. We need this done now. And honestly, like, uh, yeah, I... It, People say, oh, we're blaming Joe Manchin. There's 50 senators voting. No, yeah, they're Republicans. They obstruct. That's what they hit to do. Everybody knew we weren't getting jack from them. You, what, you trust Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski? 
Now, honestly, I'm put on my Politico hat really fast. Put on my little Poly Taco hat. So, freaking Lisa Murkowski, Republican from freaking Republican representing Alaska. Her constituents would like if she voted yes on this bill. She runs mostly independent. She won on a write-in. She needs this. But she's out there in Alaska hanging out the last blockbuster. Susan Collins is a flake. Frosted. Need her. What do you thought? You thought Mitt Romney... Listen. Mitt Romney gave you his impeachment vote. Twice. That's more than I ever... I think it was twice. That's more than I thought I was ever going to get out of Mitt Romney, okay? Come on. And Joe Manchin knows that he's... Like... So imagine, first of all, you lied to the president's face. Who lies to the president's face? The And he's of your party. And he asked you what you want. And you handed him an outline. And then you said no. And then you went on Fox News to say no. Before you called the president of the United States. Are you good, B? Are you good? It's insane. So yeah. Democrats need a lot of help. Statement from Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary. Senator Manchin's statement about the climate provisions and Build Back Better are wrong. Build Back Better will produce a job-creating clean energy future for this country, including West Virginia. Just as Senator Manchin reversed his position on Build Back Better, we will continue to press him to see if he will reverse his position yet again, to honor his prior commitments and be true to his word. Here's a pretty scathing... This is a scathing part. This is the most scathing that the White House would ever direct to their own party. In the meantime, Senator Manchin will have to explain to those families paying $1,000 a month for insulin why they need to keep paying that instead of $35 for the vital medicine. He will have to explain to nearly 2 million women who would get the affordable daycare they need to return to work why he opposes a plan to get them the help they need. Maybe Senator Manchin could be lived can explain to the millions of children who have been lifted out of poverty in part due to the child tax credit that he wants to end a program that is helping achieve this. Woo! They basically said, Yo, Manchin, you good, bro? You're a fucking liar, and now we're gonna call you a fucking liar. And he is a fucking liar. He has a desire to be the most powerful man in America without being president. You're not the president. You don't get to make those decisions. You get told where the vote is, you vote, and you fall in line. This isn't regular politics time. If it was regular politics time, okay. But as I mentioned at the top, this is fall of democracy or survival of democracy. There is no third option. We need a democratic agenda to get done for the benefit of everybody living in this country, not just Democrats. For the benefit of everybody in this country and that's what you should take to christmas with you you almost got build back better for christmas
But instead, Joe Manchin wanted to be a dickhead. And listen. 2022 is coming up. There are elections coming up in 2022. And Democrats need to pass some bills. Because we need to hold on to the House. We need more room in the Senate. We need to gain some seats. We need to main we Democrats cannot just have a four-year, you know, fixer-upper time. We need more than that. So everybody plans a vote now. We're almost a year out. Till next week. Jaypawks dies in your house. Exclusively. Wherever you were trying to hide from me, on the internet. Till next week, we outside. Late.